Welcome to BizTech Talks. This episode is brought to you by MTN in collaboration with IOL BizTech. During this month, we've been chatting to a number of young people who are shaping their business landscape in South Africa. MTN Plus has taken over the Go Show and you stand a chance to win a digital boost for your hustle. Because we are here for your grind. It's too easy. Just join MTN Plus, nominate yourself or summon us by tagging an MTNZ and hashtag the Go Show. If you're under 25, switch to MTN and dial star 411 hash to join MTN Pulse now. Your pulse, your way. T's and C's apply. It's go time. Everywhere you go. MTN. So because it's Youth Month um, and our focus, you, you know, it's on businesses that are run by young people. Um, mm. so, I, I, so we're doing essentially uh, look at the challenges that youth run businesses are faced with yeah. um, and how you are, you know, dealing with those challenges. So um, that, 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 that's one of the things I wanted to just chat to you with. Um, is, is, so we, 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 we would like to share that kind of content with our audience and just to okay. give people a, a, a sense of, uh, you know, yes, you are facing with this challenge now, but there are others that also face similar challenges. So this is how they dealt with those challenges. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say, I mean, throughout your business career or, or journey, yeah. What kind of challenges have you faced um, uh, in, in this journey? Thanks. Okay, no, thanks very much. Um, so I think I can, I can sum up about five core challenges um, that have been consistently uh, there. So I think the first one is actually product adoption, uh, where uh, people sometimes don't believe that, you know, uh, youth, uh, enabled businesses uh, can actually build uh, great technology that can actually be used um, inside their big internal operations. So, you know, I've had more interest outside the country than I've had inside the country in terms of like the, the things we're trying to build. Uh, because I think as part of that product adoption, you know, the biggest competitor actually is not even other company competitors, it's actually the way things have been done. So we face quite a lot of problems there. Um, and with that adoption comes with an issue of trust where people just don't trust that, you know, youth run businesses uh, can scale, they can still be there in 12 months time, uh, et cetera. Yeah. So I think that's where like some of the recognition that Triplo has uh, been fortunate enough to get have really helped where the trust has come through and people can now start looking at us uh, properly yeah. from that perspective. So product adoption is the first one. Then uh, the second one is the uh, is basically cash flow uh, related to investments. So uh, in our industry particularly, which is tech, uh, you know, with tech startups, it's very difficult for you to start generating cash right from the beginning because you still need to build the product, uh, do product market fit, uh, spend money on really strategic things without seeing much revenue or return. Um, yeah. So from the cash flow perspective, you know, if you actually don't have good investor backing, 
um, it's a bit difficult uh, from that perspective. You know, we can bootstrap as much as we want, uh, which is great, but you, so you see bootstrapping sometimes results in you becoming a lifestyle business as compared to like yeah. these high growth businesses that can touch and impact uh, a lot of Africa. So cash flow has been a bit of a, a challenge, uh, particularly um, you know when when it comes to uh, the business, these startups still being in the negative and we're working towards being cash positive. Yeah. Then um, the third thing is uh, you know trying to find investment. Uh, so investment has always been a I mean it's a global issue, uh, but more so inside of um, our sort of continent, particularly Southern Africa, where uh, you know, the requirements for funding are quite stringent, um, to be honest, and uh, they don't really factor in our young businesses, uh, as well as businesses that are really starting up that are trying to grow, because the fundamentals that we are rated on are those fundamentals of a four or five year old business um, from that perspective. So uh, invest, uh, trying to find investment is a big issue, uh, but you do find some really great investors that actually believe in the entrepreneurs upfront. Um, and those are the ones, those are the kind of stories that uh, really start resonating. I mean, from, from my side, I'm fortunate enough to have two really great investors uh, that have really stuck with us even through the hardest of times. Uh, believe in our model, believe in our capability and walk the journey with us. Uh, and many of us don't uh, have that kind of uh, uh, sort of uh, fortunate situations. Then um, the, fourth, the fourth one is around building a team. Um, you know, so building a team is extremely, extremely difficult, uh, particularly building the right type of team. Uh, you know, so there's obviously skills, a skills shortage um, across the board. Um, and also most of the available skills from a technology perspective, you know, they're obviously poached by the bigger companies. So we can't compete at a salary level. Uh, you know, we can compete at a, uh, the quality of the work that one would be doing, but it's very difficult for us to compete um, at a salary level. So it's really important to then find entrepreneurial team that look that have a longer term view you know that say you know what i'm going to take a 30 40 percent haircut on my salary uh sure. in exchange for you know participation in an esop or um uh you know for gains that will come to me in the near future so uh building a team is is, is quite hectic and difficult i think then the last thing which is um I mean, this one is more a structural issue is, yeah. I mean, locally, uh, our laws and regulations are really not built to foster uh, a startup environment. So I'll give you very good examples. You know, um, if you look at the labor law, CCMA, if you look at um, Department mm -hmm. of Labor with COIDA, if you look at SARS, um, a lot of those uh, entities, uh, though, yes, a lot of work is going into um, the, the teams, they are really pushing to try and build a better environment for startups, but we are still rated as if we're a bigger company. 
you know, the same laws, rules, regulations. Uh, if you sit in front of a CCMA commissioner, they will approach a one-man startup as if it was a 200-man startup uh, from that perspective. So I think some of those structural sure. issues are a big challenge for us. MTN Pass has taken over the Go Show and you stand a chance to win a digital boost for your hustle. Because we are here for your grind. It's too easy. Just join MTN Pass, nominate yourself or summon us by tagging an MTNZ and hashtag the Go Show. If you're under 25, switch to MTN and dial star 411 hash to join MTN Pulse now. Your pulse, your way. T's and C's apply. It's go time. Everywhere you go, MTN. Yes, sure. That is... Uh, no, I'm, no, 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 those are real challenges. I think uh, you've touched on some of the, the key ones that I've also had other um, entrepreneurs talking about. I mean, um, if I can just reflect on the the whole issue of trust it's something that people don't think a lot about is that you know um you know people are used to dealing with their peers you know who are maybe senior and and you know have this young person telling them that you're going to change the world with this thing that he's creating with these few buddies in in his garage you know people start to wonder if can they really put their business on something like that you know, right. um, and I think the other one which I, I agree with you on a lot is the, the whole idea of, build, of building a team that has to perform at the same level as any other business. However, you know, you know, the, the business not being able to bring them on board at the same remuneration as, 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 as established companies, which is a, a huge challenge, I think. Yeah, so, so, so it's interesting for me to hear that you, you also touch on, on, on how, you know, you would have dealt with those challenges. Do you want to talk a little bit as to how you've, you know, overcome those those, those hurdles in your, in your journey? Yeah. So, I mean, starting off with like product adoption. Um, so one of the key things I've had is I've had like, uh, I mean, I was, I've been part of the Founders Factory uh, Africa program. Uh, so they really sure. helped me to help achieve very good product market fit and need solution fit. So the moment uh, we did that, uh, you know, we started garnering a lot of customers, uh, you know, small, medium-sized sure. transporters coming onto the platform, uh, using our product, validating our product. And as they kept using it, we kept building a case um, for the other companies, you know. So one of the interesting things I did was I created what was called what we called a customer advisory board. Uh, so these were like early customers in the journey, uh, about 10, 15 of them that as we were building our product, I would give them the product to play around with, give us good and bad feedback. Sure. Um, and then we would you know, build a product that really customers can use on a daily basis. And what that, what that did for us was uh, you know, the value that they could get, we could apply to many other transporters. I mean, uh, like now we have over 550, you know, B2B customers on the platform uh, and most of them signed up uh, and obviously for them to sign up, they would have seen some sort of value. So um, there's been quite a bit of product adoption on our transporter side of the business. However, uh, the key uh, challenge right now that we're still running around with is on the cargo owner side to just get adoption there because you know 
some of the sure. bigger companies, they've always used certain logistics companies um, or they've always used certain uh, uh, particular type yeah. of software or technology. So to try now and uh, get them to, yes. to change their mindset is, has been a bit of a challenge. So that, those are some of the things that we've done to really create value for like operational value on a day-to-day -day basis. And that has increased a lot of our product adoption. Mm -hmm. Then on the cash flow side, you know, um, this one is an interesting one because, uh, you know, for you to do get the cash flow, it's aligned to the investment part of it. Um, so with the cash flow, you know, we've really tried to keep a lean shop. Uh, so to the point where, uh, because we are building our own IP, you know, we're not selling development hours, we're building our own product and IP. Uh, so you get a lot of fixed costs uh, upfront in the business. So we've really tried to manage that, um, really focus on hiring the right people, uh, really focus on making sure that we are managing cash flow on a daily, on a weekly basis, um, sure. and also staying true to our capability and our ability to make sure that, you know, we're not trying to do things that are outside of our scope, uh, which will obviously chew a lot of cash flow. Yes. Um, so those are some of the things that we've done on the cash flow side. Uh, and obviously we it's it's still a, a big concern and we 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 are very excited that hopefully soon we'll actually get into very cash positive situation, um, which which will really help any business uh, from that perspective. Um, then in terms of the investment, uh, so what we've tried to now do is to really build an investable uh, operation. So basically in four core areas, you know, so make sure that we've got traction. Uh, we continuously signing up, we continuously get garnering revenue. Um, and then we are building a product that people can use on a daily basis. Um, that is creating some stickiness. Uh, and amazingly, you know, a lot of our signups have been actually referrals. Other people wow. referring other people to say, hey, you got to check this product out. Um, and that's been a lot of signups. So we, we really uh, try to build uh, from an investable business, a product that's usable and that people can use on a daily basis. And that becomes a commodity in their lives. Then the fourth thing, uh, third thing we um, we really tried trying to do uh, to build an investable business is build a, a very investable operation itself, you know, with our own systems, processes, structures, uh, you know, where though we are, we are operating as swift and as nimble as a small business, we're actually thinking as if we're a large corporation. Uh, because in our B business where you sell B2B and you're trying to deal with big companies, they're expecting you to have the same level of diligence, same level of quality and same level of service as, as themselves. So we're really trying to build, making sure that, you know, our tax is up to date. Uh, we've got tax clearance. We've got a whole range of operational systems, process and structures the way we run finance, the way we run operations, the way we run HR, a really professional operation from that perspective. So that's one of the key things we're doing. And obviously on the investment side, uh, really building a very good investment case or investment rationale. 
So that's what we're doing sure, from sure. the investment side. Um, then on the team, uh, on the team side of things, you know, so uh, that one has been an interesting one because, you know, pre getting our recognition across multiple areas, uh, it has been a bit of a, a, a challenging one, uh, you know, cause obviously like you can't match the big banks, you can't match the big corporates uh, when you're trying to get really great developers. Sure. So we've really built uh, an internal culture um, that is quite attractive. We are building a product. I mean, right now we've got six years worth of a product roadmap uh, mm -hmm. in our product. So our people come in, they're excited about what we're going to release next. They're excited about the future. They know they're not going to be bored. Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, you know, we are really trying to now uh, get to a point where we are paying way above market uh, and incentivizing our team internally yeah. from that perspective. Um, so, and then the last one around the structural element, you know, we, we've been burnt a lot uh, because the regulations are not so clear for us as small entities. So, you know, you only realize those challenges when you now hit issues either with, um, with tax or with labor law uh, or with multiple types of areas. So what we've tried to do now is really focus on uh, making sure that we understand all requirements for us to operate. Um, and we actually don't now see tax as a once-off thing. It's in our everyday element. We don't see the labor law as... Uh, a once-off thing, we see it as an everyday movie. Yeah. So that's how we've been trying to fix for those uh, main five challenges that I, I shared. Yeah, amazing. And I think what we haven't mentioned earlier on is the fact that as a tech business, I mean, it's one thing to, to face these challenges, but as a tech business, it's, 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 these challenges tend to be unique in, you know, uh, in the sense that, you know, you, you're also building this product, you know, that has yeah. to function and, 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 and be utilized by, 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 by other business and that makes you know, the challenges uh, even harder. I like the point you make about uh, building an investable business. I'm sure that insight is going to uh, be so useful to, to, to people to think about that as they build their businesses. So, yeah, yeah I know, Victor, I think um, there's no doubt very in our mind, triple Yes. Sorry, was it just a quick one? I mean, to, to sum all those things yeah. up, I think there's one big issue that people don't actually think about that, yeah. that really sure. impact all the other issues and solutions, which is, um, you know, the founder's well-being itself. Uh, you know, yeah. so, <laughs> so you'd be amazed at how uh, people look at all the other facets of the business. But yes. us as founders, you have no idea, like, the kind of stress that we go through on a daily basis um, and even the mental health sure. that we face you know you're always nervous you're always on the edge uh, and you get to the yeah. office with your team your team thinks yeah. you know everything is going amazingly <sighs> well but you you know you throw yeah. a lot of fires out and also the notion of yes. us being like an octopus you know I remember yeah, yeah. as I'm building the business, but now as I'm building a team, it's getting much, much better where I used to do everything. You know, you one moment you're in HR, another you're in finance, yeah. <laughs> another, you, yeah. another you are yeah. you know, fighting some regulatory uh, sure. challenge. 
Um, and you really don't, you got so many things to worry about that we actually lose sight of how we build the business. Um, mm. So I think which is why it's important to really be surrounded by great shareholders, great advisors, uh, guys who actually show you to say, look, um, you're focusing on this, but there might be something, another ball that's dropping from that perspective. So yeah, yeah I just thought I'd share that because you know it's an issue that's glorified. Good. Yes, but at the end of the day, it's it's a real real issue. We we can't build these businesses without the founders and the founding yeah. team being in the in in a better mental state. Exactly, I agree. I'm glad you actually raised that point because it's something that you know I think the industry doesn't talk about. I think the the, the mental well health of 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 the, of the founder. I mean, you know, people don't talk about the. Uh, the challenges, the you know, there's there's also no support for them. If I can, yeah, put it that way. I mean, there's there's probably funding support, there's marketing support, there's all this kind of stuff. But there is no one to say, hey, if you are having these um, you know mental challenges or whatever stressful situations that you faced with, come here and we'll take care of you. So that's something that I think. As you've, you've indicated, that maybe the industry needs to pay attention to. Yes. No, thanks, Victor. I truly appreciate your time. And uh, I think, you know, we can only wish you the best in what you do and uh, for your team to grow further. And, and one of these days, we, we want to come and visit when this whole um, uh, situation with the, the, the health state of the world is in. Yeah. We'd like to come and visit and, and, and tour the, the, the premises and, and spend some time with your team as well, just to get to know you guys even more. So thank you very much for your time today and, and, and really all the best. Yeah, thanks so much, Wesley, and uh, appreciate the work you guys are doing with us, uh, you know, SME, uh, small companies, and uh, us founders. We really appreciate it. That's it from us at IRL BizTech. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. For more, visit www.iol.co.za. MTN Plus has taken over the Go Show and you stand a chance to win a digital boost for your hustle. Because we are here for your grind. It's too easy. Just join MTN Pass, nominate yourself or summon us by tagging an MTN Zede and hashtag the Go Show. If you're under 25, switch to MTN and dial star 411 hash to join MTN Pulse now. Your pulse, your way. T's and C's apply. It's go time. Everywhere you go. MTN.